thankful for the opportunity to preach. And uh, this morning, with the Lord's help, I'd like to try and start a series. I do not know if we would, if we'll preach out of the series religiously or not, or if it'd just be on Sunday mornings or not. But um, I'd like to be sensitive to the Lord, and I believe this series could help us in an everyday walk with the Lord. And so, if you got your Bibles this morning, I invite you to turn to Hebrews in chapter number 10, Hebrews in chapter number 10, um, I'm thankful for the book of Hebrews and what, what it means to me, but Hebrews chapter number 10 and verse number 38, the Bible says, now the just shall live by faith, but if any man draw back my soul shall have no pleasure in him, but we are not of them who draw back into perdition. But of them that believe to the saving of the soul, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. For by it the elders obtained good report. Lord, we love you. We thank you, God, for the opportunity to preach. We ask you, God, to help, Lord, the hearers of this message. Lord, that it would bring glory and honor to you. I love you in Jesus' name. Amen. I'd like to start a series this morning entitled By Faith. By Faith. Uh, Hebrews chapter 11 is known as the Hall of Faith or with the heroes of faith in it. Um, it was written, I believe, to Christians who were Hebrews um, who had just been born again and were having a tough time in life uh, and in their new Christian lives they were having tough times. And uh, well, we have to understand that persecution was a very big problem in that time. Uh, much more than it is today, even though it is um, still something going on today, um, we must remember that they they what they were doing here is taking a big step uh, from Judaism to 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 Christ. Uh, that that that's a huge step, uh, and so from the law into faith, and they're taking that step. And 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 the writer of Hebrews is is commending them to and, and trying to encourage them to press on. Uh, with their walk with the Lord and the writer of the book of Hebrews is just is simply trying to encourage them to live by faith. Uh, and so he takes them all the way back to the time of Abel and he, or in time of creation uh, and he shows them uh, how faith was prevalent before the law, in the law, and then after the law. And there's a wide span of different lifestyles, uh, different situa- situations and different incidents uh, that take place in this chapter that prove that no matter what... Uh, no matter how you can indeed live by faith. Now let the word of the Lord encourage you today through the same means uh, that you can live by faith. And we read in our text in, in chapter 10 and verse 38 uh, and this phrase, we read the phrase, the just uh, shall live uh, by faith. And then it jumps right on into uh, chapter number 11 and simply gives us uh, many examples of how the just did live by faith. Uh, um, I know the... Uh, I know all of that stuff, but but I tell you the truth. Uh, one super important thing uh, um, the world needs to see us living in today, uh, in 2022, uh, is uh, 
faith. I, I want to look at our text this morning as I preach on this thought. Uh, what is faith? Uh, what really is faith? Uh, if we were to look at faith in many different aspects, uh, we think of faith in, in, in many different ways and many different things uh, and, and that we look at faith. Uh, but essentially, I'd like to look at faith today and um, an aspect and preach uh, simply on that thought. What is faith? Faith. I want you to notice with me, number one this morning, I want you to notice the deception of faith. Uh, in any way, shape, or form, uh, faith is not what many people make it out to be. Uh, you know, I believe the faith that faith is the Bible speaking uh, of it in our text. It's the Bible. Um, it's speaking of the Bible in our text here. Um, faith, faith rests solely upon the Word of God, uh, upon the Word of the Lord. Uh, you know, if I were to take a... And ask one of you, you men, if you could catch me, if I fall backwards, uh, um, I would ask you to let me trust you to catch you. And I'd probably trust you. I'd fall back and you'd catch me. Uh, but then if I were to lay the word of God on the ground uh, and I were to fall back on that word of God, it would not catch me, essentially. Uh, why? Because the Bible didn't say that it would catch me. And so that's the essence. So, so we see here, um, faith is not unpredicted uh, result. Uh, um, there are those who feel like that, uh, that a life lived by faith is a life of a fool. Uh, and they speculate that faith is nothing uh, more than just a jump out into the dark or a step into the deep. Uh, um, simply unpredicted results is all a lot of people think that faith is. Uh, but faith is your response to the Word of God uh, and His will in your life. I read what one writer said, uh, God says, I will lead you. Faith replies with, I will follow. God says that I will feed you, faith replies, with I will eat. God says that I will meet your needs, faith replies, with I will trust you. And that's how it works. So honestly, we must understand that faith is never just a jump out into the dark. And in our text, we see the word substance. Now that word, uh, that word there in verse number one, uh, that word simply means, accurately means a ground. Uh, it means confidence. It means foundation. Uh, so therefore, faith is always based upon a firm foundation. A good firm foundation is the Word of God. Uh, do you believe the Word of God, the King James Bible? Hallelujah. I do believe it. Why? Why, why do we believe it? though? We, we, we don't just uh, convince ourselves that it is true. Uh, it has proven itself to be true. Uh, it is a book like any other, unlike any other. Uh, I read uh, Brother Tim Floor, he read, the, he, uh, he read this out and wrote this out. Uh, it says it is one volume made up of 66 individual books. It was written in some period of 1500 years by some 40 authors uh, in, 30, in three languages spread out over three continents. It contains 1189 chapters, uh, 31,163 verses, uh, 788,258,000 words. Words. Uh, among its authors are shepherds, kings, farmers, fishermen, priests, and prophets. Uh, it has been the most read, the most copied, the most translated book uh, ever written since the book of Revelation was penned. Uh, it has been translated as a whole into 528 languages, uh, and parts of it has been translated into 2,883 languages. It is the world's bestseller, but you will not find it anywhere on the world's bestseller list. Uh, it is estimated that over 100 million new Bibles are printed every year, yet 
and, and over 25 million Bibles are bought or sold in the USA alone. Now, the Barber Group says that now almost 90% of homes in the USA have a Bible in it. And the average number of Bibles in a home is three. Yet it has never been easy for much of the world to own a Bible. In the earliest years of church history, it was forbidden to translate uh, the, the Bible into a common, common language other than Latin because they said that only the clergy could read it. Uh, the first man to ever translate the Bible in English uh, is a man by the name of John Wycliffe. Uh, the, burning, the, the, church, the Catholic Church uh, showed their appreciation for that uh, by digging up his bones, uh, burning them, and spreading the ashes upon a river. The first man to ever print a part of the Bible in English was a man by the name of William Tyndale. Uh, again, the Catholic Church thanked him uh, by burning him alive at the stake. Uh, but in spite of all the bans, in spite of all the persecution, uh, the Bible is still the great still has the greatest popularity out of any other book that has ever been written in any language. This is truly a book unlike any other. Faith is not a dive in the dark, friends. It is trust upon what the Word of God says. Secondly, faith is not an unlimited resources. It's not. In our day, there's a crowd called uh, the name it and claim it crowd. The name it and claim it crowd, it's a philosophy that is so wicked in churches today. Uh, um, they have clearly never read out of a, or preached out of Luke chapter number 16 where there's a lost man that's in the rich house uh, and there's, uh, there's a saved man who's at the bait gate of his house. Uh, you know. But in this group, I did some study on it. People are taught uh, that if they want something from God, then they are to pray about it and believe it uh, and then look for it to happen. Uh, there are many who have been discouraged in their faith and disappointed with God uh, because he didn't do like they were told uh, he would do. Uh, faith is not, friend, faith is not unlimited uh, resources. God is not Santa Claus uh, um, just waiting for us to place our orders and then uh, simply drive away with uh, and drive away with anything and everything that we ever want to desire. Uh, genuine, a genie. He's not a genie in a bottle. He's not uh, any of those things. Uh, um, may I just remind you that that kind of care, care, uh, charis, charismatic uh, type of view uh, that name it and claim it crowd has missed the will of God and the way of the way of faith. Um, faith is not unlimited resources. Faith is not unpredicted results. Thirdly, faith is not. Unexpected ramification. There are those who say that it's foolish to walk in total and utter dependence upon the Lord. Uh, why is that? These people argue that God is an unknown source, uh, that He is an unseen force which, with which man cannot interact or have fellowship with. Uh, they call the Christian who lives by faith the fool. Uh, however, however, the Christian who determines to truly live his life uh, and by total faith in his heavenly Father <coughs> never, excuse me, will never be disappointed with God, nor will he struggle through life blindly. Thank God uh, from, for, for, for peace that a believer has today. So what is faith? We see the deception of faith. Secondly, I want you to notice the description of faith. Verse 1, the Bible says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. So we found what faith is and what is it. What is it then? Faith that is described by verse 1 according to it uh, as a substance. 
a substance. So let's try to break down this verse. It says, now faith is the substance, okay? I read what one writer said, just as our physical eyesight is the sense that gives us the evidence of the physical world, faith is the sense that gives us evidence of the invisible or spiritual world. I like that. Thank God. of things not seen. If you can see or touch something, there's no need for faith. Faith is needed for what we cannot see or touch. And therefore, just as I said earlier, the Bible is what this faith rests solely upon. As I mentioned in that illustration, if I were to fall backwards, it's trust fall to one of you. But If I were to fall backwards on the Word of God, I am not... It won't catch me because it hasn't told me that it would. I cannot touch my calling, but the Lord has used His Word to call me. So by faith, I accept it. And then we see also, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, and then the words, the evidence of things not seen. As I said earlier, faith is not just a blind jump in the dark. It's not, it's not. It is the willingness to trust in to rely on or to cling to. You say, well, how, preacher? I'm glad you asked that. I'm glad you asked. If you look up that word evidence uh, in the Strong's Concordance, it means a proof or a conviction. A proof or conviction. And I'm not trying to get big here. Just follow on. Butler wrote it like this. Uh, Faith is that which brings conviction. The meaning of conviction here is when one is convinced of something. And so let me ask you this. When a sinner is convicted of his or her sins, uh, that means he's convinced that he has sinned. Is that correct? Uh, All right. Well, therefore, when one is convicted about the truth, uh, he is convinced that the truth is solid. Paul wrote uh, in um, 1 Timothy, Timothy, Paul said, I know in whom I have believed uh, and am persuaded that he is able to keep me. And he goes on and on. Uh, He shows faith in the fact of whom uh, he had believed in. He was also persuaded of that, uh, of the fact that he was able to keep him. That shows faith through conviction. Uh, Let's turn to Mark chapter number 4. Mark chapter number 4, verse 35. The Bible says, In the same day, when the even was come, he saith unto them, Let us pass over into the other side. And when they had sent away the multitude, they took him even as he was in the ship, and there were also little ships with other little ships. And there rose a great storm of wind, and the waves beat into the ship, so that it was now full. And he was in the hinder 
yonder part of the ship, asleep on a pillow. And they awake him and say unto him, Master, carest thou not that we perish? And he arose and rebuked the wind and said unto the sea, Peace be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. And he said unto them, Why are ye so fearful? How is it that you have no faith? How is it that you have no faith? Uh, what is faith? Remember, the word of God is what faith, faith rests solely upon, as I used in the illustration. And if they would have trusted the word of God, uh, would have Jesus uh, would, would, would Jesus said to them, How is it that you have no faith? I don't believe he would have. No, uh, he, he wouldn't have had to because if they would have only trusted his word, uh, they would have known that they were going to make it to the other side. I tell you, so what is faith? Faith is the absolute foundation that through conviction we are 100% persuaded that God and all things surrounding God is truth. It's a title deed, things hoped for. For instance, you only knew you needed a Savior by the Word of God, right? You only knew you were going to heaven after salvation by the Word of God, right? You only knew Jesus was coming back because of the Word of God, right? Therefore, the confidence you have, have came through the Word of God. Therefore, proves it to be faith, believing in the Word of God. That's amazing, friend. That's amazing. We may not be able to see it. We may not be able to feel it. Uh, but we do have the word of God to rest our faith upon. And I pray that it made sense to you this morning. I, I, I tried to give it the, the best I could and how the Lord gave it to me. So we notice the deception of faith. We notice the description of faith. And thirdly and lastly, I want you to notice the demonstration of faith. Verse 2, for by the elders, for by the elders obtained a good report. We're told in this verse the elders obtained a good report. By faith they did. By faith. We all agree on that. Here in the next weeks, uh, uh, if the Lord gives liberty, we'll go through them fully. Um, but who do you think gave the good report of them? God. God was the one that gave the good report of them. They all had different areas. They all had different arenas, different circumstances, different personalities. Yet they all had one common ground. Faith. Faith is where they stood. These Hebrew Christians needed a good report to hear. And so through the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, the writer pinned these people of faith down. Remember, they all simply trusted the Word of God. Basically saying, hey, if they made it by faith, so can you. So can you. And that goes for us too, beloved. Just a, just a quick summary would do us well real quick. Uh, verse 3, the Bible tells us through faith we all understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. Creation can be trusted because it's fully based upon the word of God. He spoke it into existence. We did not see creation, but by faith we have the confidence to believe creation. Verse 4. By faith Abel offered unto God more excellent sacrifice than Cain, by which he obtained witness that he was righteous, God testifying of his gifts, and by it he being dead, yet speaketh. Abel offered up a more pleasing sacrifice by faith in the promises of the word of God. It, it, it wasn't just because Abel gave a blood sacrifice, but Abel gave it in faith. Abel gave it in faith. Verse 5, the Bible says, By faith Enoch was translated that he should not see death, was not found because God had translated him. For before his translation he had this testimony, that he pleased God. 
But without faith it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is the rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Enoch was translated because he had faith in the promises of the word of God. Only a man of faith can enjoy enough close, close enough communion to God that God wants to take you with him. Isn't that good? You know, the writer also adds that Enoch pleased God. Then in verse number 6, the writer adds, Without faith it is impossible to please God. The writer didn't say it's hard or it's difficult. He said it's impossible. Verse number 7, By faith Noah, being warned of God, of things not seen as yet, moved with fear, prepared an ark to the saving of his house, by the which he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness, which is by faith. Noah built the ark by faith, made it through the blood, through the flood. Why? Why did he? Because he had faith in the promises of the word of God. He was warned by God. One writer said real faith will always be doing something for God. And that's the truth, friend. Verse 8 through verse number 10. By faith, Abraham. But now they desire a better country that is in heavenly. Wherefore God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he hath prepared for them a city. By faith Abraham, when he was tried, offered up Isaac. And he that had received the promises offered up his only begotten son, of whom it was said that in Isaac shall thy seed be called, accounting that God was able to raise him up even from the dead, from whence also he was he received him into in a figure. Abraham left his home. He left his country, sojourned in a foreign land, offered up Isaac as a sacrifice to God, and looked for a city not made with hands, all because he had faith in the promises of the word of God. Verse 11 and verse number 12, it says, Through faith also Sarah herself received strength to conceive seed, was delivered of the child when she was past age because she judged him faithful who had promised. Therefore sprang there even of one, and him as good as dead, so many as the stars of the sky in multitude, and as the sand which is by the seashore innumerable. Now we know that Sarah conceived and had Isaac at 90 years old. She conceived and had Isaac at 90 years old because she had faith in the promises of God. She didn't always have good faith. She laughed when she was first told that. But I tell you is that it talks about in verse 12, and, and as the sand which is by the seashore innumerable, we know that through Isaac came Jacob. We know that through Jacob, excuse me, we, we know that through Isaac, uh, um, yeah, Isaac came Jacob, and Jacob came um, on and on and on on down the line. Uh, I mean, you can go through all those uh, children uh, of Jacob, uh, and find many of them and, and all the line, all the way to Christ. Uh, innumerable, innumerable, the Bible said. But Sarah conceived and she bore Isaac at 90 years old. 
Um, but Sarah's faith was not always so perfect. You know, yet, yet because she had faith in the promise, she bore the promised seed. You know, I'm super interested in the fact of by, it says by faith, by faith, by faith. But now it's saying through faith. For Sarah, it's saying through faith. It's, it's, it's intriguing. You know, it's only used three times in our text. Faith is what brought her through it, friend. One writer said, despite the natural impossibility of Sarah having a baby at 90, she judged God faithful, reliable, trustworthy, and true to his word. She believed God that despite her impediment and her predicament, Isaac would soon be a visual reality. You see, God granted Sarah strength because Sarah gave faith. It's good stuff. Verse number 20, the Bible says, By faith Isaac blessed Jacob and Esau concerning things to come. Isaac tried to bless Esau out of the will of God, but instead blessed Jacob. And so then Isaac came by faith and accepted the promises and word of God. So, I tell you, friend, I tell you, there's a lot. There's a lot that comes out of this right here. But Isaac blessed Jacob and Esau concerning things to come. He blessed Esau on the backward side. He blessed Esau to go do the things for Esau. He blessed Isaac to go do the things for God. Verse number 21, the Bible says, by faith Jacob, when he was dying, blessed both the sons of Joseph and worship leaning upon the top of his staff. Jacob died in faith, looking to the fulfillment of the promises of the word of God. Jacob, who was given a limp many years prior to this, we know at Peniel. And as he leaned there, he thought about how great God was to him. And there he worshipped, showing faith in the Lord. Verse 22, the Bible says, by faith, Joseph, when he was died, when he died, made mention of the departing of the children of Israel and gave commandment concerning his bones. Joseph died knowing God's promises were true. We'll find later in our study on the book of Joseph and on the life of Joseph but that his death and burial proved his faith some 400 years earlier in the promises of the word of God. That's faith, friend. That's faith. Verse 23, the Bible says, By faith, Moses, when he was born, was hid three months of his parents because they saw he was a proper child and they were not afraid of the king's commandment. The faith of Moses' parents was shown in the fact that they saw the favor of God on him as a child and they took faith to a great level to save his life no matter the cost and they knew by faith in the word of God that he would lead them through it. He did. Hallelujah, he did. Verse 24, the Bible says, By faith Moses, when he was come to years, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter, choosing rather to suffer affliction with the people of God than to enjoy the pleasures of sin for a season. That would be a good thing for us to do. Hallelujah. Esteeming the reproach of Christ, greater riches than the treasures in Egypt. For he had respect unto the recompense of the reward. By faith he forsook Egypt, not fearing the wrath of the king. For he endured as seeing him who is invisible. Through faith he kept the Passover and the sprinkling of the blood, lest he that destroyed the firstborn should touch them. So I tell you, friend, that's good stuff. By faith they passed through the Red Sea as by dry land, when the, with which the Egyptians, as a saying, a saying to do, were drowned. Tempted. Tempted. Uh, so, so Moses left Egypt. He left all that Egypt had. He led Israel did the will of God, 
all by faith in the promises of the word of God. You know, all that, Moses' natural eye could surely probably see danger. Yet his eye of faith could see him. He is invisible. It's good. Verse 30, the Bible says, By faith the walls of Jericho fell down after they were compassed about seven days. Children of Israel didn't really know what God was doing, yet they, by faith, obeyed the word of God. Verse 31, By faith the harlot Rahab perished not with him, believed not when she had received the spies with peace. Rahab was saved because of her faith in the word of God that the spies brought to her. Hallelujah. Amen. Verse 32 through verse number 40. I will not read them. But many more names are down through the line. I mean, you can go down through there and read it. Gideon and Barak and Samson and Jephthah and David and Samuel and all the prophets and kingdoms and so on and so on. It hits many of them. Many of them are named down the line all down through time who have responded to the word of God and his promises by faith. It mentions Daniel. It doesn't say the name of Daniel, but it says stop the mouth of lions. Daniel. Imagine the faith that he had to step into a pit of lions. Just imagine that. It's so hard. So with all this in mind, what is faith? Faith is the assurance that God will do exactly what he has promised to do in his word. Many people have been dis become disappointed with God because he didn't do something that they told him to do. We must remember that faith is not something that we cast out and make God do our will. It's not that. The fact is, is that faith is God's will. Faith is what God's word tells us that he'll do. He'll do that. And it's God's will that we live by faith. And there, there are promises in God's word that we can 100% rest upon no matter what. Herbert Lockyer wrote a book entitled All the Promises of God. And in that book there are said to be 7,147 promises from God to man. We already know, we already know that there's 31,163 verses in Scripture that's a pretty good percentage of them. It's a pretty good percentage of them. I mean, that's over 20%. That's a pretty good percentage. Of them. Have, I, have I counted them? No, no, I have not counted them, but I'm just telling you what he found. I could go through them, but I will not. But we know many of them. He'll, God will meet our needs. God will provide. So on and so on. But the answer to the question, what is faith? Is Faith is the assurance that God will do exactly what he promised in his word precious King James Bible. Faith is not a blind leap in the dark. It's not a name it and a claim it. But it's the deep settled assurance that what God has said that he would do, he is more than able and willing to do. Does that sum up your life this morning? Are you walking by faith? This world needs to see you walking by the word of God. So what is faith? It's the absolute assurance that God will do exactly what he promised he would do in his word. Thank you, Lord, for this message. Thank you for your many blessings. Pray, God, you bless it along these people.
Bless the ears of the listeners, Lord, of each one. Pray, God, that you'd help us to understand these passages in the future. We'll love you and we'll praise you and we'll thank you. In Jesus' name, amen.